On today's episode, we're gonna take a quick look at Zscaler, so let's get started. Like I mentioned, right, today we're gonna take a look at Zscaler and this is gonna be a quick overview. Right now, there's so many companies out there with strong growth that if I do a very in-depth analysis of every company, I won't be able to find the best investments for me. So instead, what I'm gonna do today, I'm gonna do a quick overview, but still gonna be filled with a lot of information. We're gonna take a look at what this company does, at the stock price performance of this company, this company's past revenue growth, this company's margins growth, and the company's current valuation. Um, so let's start off with this company's price performance. Before we get started, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, the thumbs up, and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much, and I truly, truly appreciate all the support. So the main reason I, t I wanted to take a look at Zscaler is right now with everybody working from home, right? There's a lot of companies actually also making most of their workers just full-time working from home. And this is something that I believe is a market that is gonna continue to happen. And for you to do that, you need to have some form of security in your cloud-based networks in your servers, and that's where Zscaler comes from. Zscaler is a global cloud-based information security company that provides internet security, web security, firewalls, sandboxing, antivirus, and other types of security for, for your platforms, which I think is pretty is something that's really needed. And, and that's why I decided to go with this, especially with the whole COVID-19 market and how things are changing. So let's take a look at this company's price performance. In the since February 20th, which is pretty much when the market started going down, this company has returned about has returned about 17.4%. So this is actually something to be expected, especially since the market this company is in. I would have expected positive results. Right now, we can see this company's market cap is about 10 billion, so it is a lot smaller than the normal companies we take a look at. So we already saw what Zscaler does, but do they have any big customers that really kind of support them or, or really tell me that Zscaler is a company that, that's worth investing in? And we, if you go to their website, they obviously have some of their customers and they have AutoNation. Some of the big guys I know are Siemens, Johnson Control, and Snyder Electric. These are really big companies that I know. And for me to know that Zscaler has these as their customer, it gives me some more confidence that yes, this is a company that knows what they're doing if these big guys are with are, 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 have contracted Zscaler. So now let's take a look at this company's growth. So this company, as I saw, it is one with a very low market cap and we're gonna see it has very strong growth. So right now in revenue growth for 2019, it had about 60% growth compared to 18. In 18, revenue grew about 51% compared to 17 and in 17, revenue grew about 56% compared to 16. So this company has very, very strong revenue growth. We saw this is a company with strong revenue, a company with a very low market cap compared to other companies we see. So I'm gonna expect to see what I'm seeing now. Usually when you have a very strong growth company, you're gonna end up seeing very high gross margins, especially since this is a software-based company. You usually have very gross margins, but profit margins are usually either on the negative or barely breaking even. And that's because since this is a growing company, it wants to make sure it grabs as many customers as it can. So right now it's spending most of its money on marketing, most of its money on, on, on employees to grab more customers. But one thing we do see is gross margins overall has an uptrend going up. 
So that's very good. Gross margins, similar. It has a profit, a gross margins going up, which is something you want to see. Right now, gross margins are about 80% and profit margins are negative 10%. So again, but overall it is growing, which is definitely a good thing. But to make sure you are, um, let's take a look at this company's balance sheet next. And a company's balance sheet, especially for a growth, uh, a growth company, you need to be extra, extra strict on. They need to have a very strong balance sheet to be able to survive slow times because they're not a company collecting that much revenue. So this is actually the case for this company. This company in 20, at the end of 2019 did not have any long-term debt and did not have any current debt. The only portion of this liability is pretty much deferred revenue. And deferred revenue to me is pretty much fake revenue. And let me explain it to you. Deferred revenue is revenue that this company has made a sale, but it has yet to provide the service to its customers. Usually this comes in subscription-based products. So for example, Netflix is my favorite example. Netflix right now is, right, let's say you buy a month subscription of Netflix. You buy a month subscription of Netflix and what ends up happening, uh, a year subscription, let's go with the year subscription. But right now you've only, it's only a month has gone. The 11, the other 11 months that haven't passed by in for Netflix is considered deferred revenue because they still haven't provided you with the company with that product right you still have 11 months worth of product that they owe you so at the moment that's considered a liability because what happens if netflix breaks down you can eventually request that money back so that's pretty much deferred revenue um so for me like i mentioned it is pretty much a fake liability next let's take a look at this company's asset into at the end of 2019 this company had about 286 million dollars of current investments and about 80 million dollars of cash and cash equivalents this is pretty much quick clash that this company can use and that's actually pretty strong um and i i, I like to see that to me this balance sheet is one i would actually give a a plus and this is something i do expect to see in companies like this so now we see this company has very strong growth, um, very strong revenue, right? Growth, revenue growth of 50%. It has, is catching up to a profit margins of at least breaking even soon. And it has a very, very strong balance sheet. So I do know that the next, the next thing we're going to take a look at is the valuation. So this company is going to be a bit on the expensive side because it is a great company, right? You expect to pay higher price for things that look good. And that's exactly what happens to companies as well. If the company looks good, you are expected to pay a higher price than a company that looks bad. Um, so here we're taking a look at this company's forward PE ratio for two years from now. And usually for growth companies, you either expect no forward PE ratio or some crazy number. And the forward PE ratio for Cscaler for 2021 is 327. So you might be like, Jose, why the freak are you looking at a company like this? And let me tell you, this is what you expect to see. And, and it, it, there's no way around it. And that's why when you value a growth company, you don't value it based on a forward PE ratio. You value it on something else. So normally I do it on forward price to sales ratio. Forward price to sales ratio for 2021 is 18.6. And this is on revenue expected to be five, about 500 million. So $500 million is pretty much it's pretty much no revenue at all in my opinion so i can see why this forward price to sales ratio is kind of high um right if this company just doubles its revenue which i think is pretty possible especially with the whole market we're going right now that forward price to sales ratio can drop down 
dramatically. And I can see that's why investors are paying. Investors right now are paying for that heavy revenue growth. They're paying for that for that the market situation where this company is in. They're paying for the eventual profit margins and they're paying for that strong balance sheet. So to me, I do think it might be over a bit overly priced where it's at right now, but I do see the potential future growth. So for me, C Scaler is not a position I would enter in out of full out of full normal position, but I do believe it is a position that I might enter with a smaller initial opening. And if things get bad, I would might increase my position on it. So that's it for this video, guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. And like always, let me know in the comments if you guys actually want me to go a little more in detail on this company. So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.